Hey, welcome everybody to the Family Church Podcast. I'm Chuck Carter, lead pastor here. So excited you've joined us. And as always, I am with... I'm Felipe Menges, online pastor here at Family Church, your co-host of this podcast, the Family Church Podcast. I'm so happy that you're joining us today because we have a special guest, Pastor Brian Emond. Pastor Brian is an amazing pastor here at church taking care of the kids' ministry, but also um, he's going to share his experience with us, how he is the, the kids' director at our church, and you know ideas that he can give you how to thrive in kids' ministry at your church. So stay with us, and by the way, this is the last episode this of season the one, last episode number of season 10. One. Yes. Uh, we'll come back in September, so stay with us. Hey, everybody, welcome. Like Felipe said, we're, I'm, we're here with Brian Eamon, who is the kids pastor here at Family Church. Uh, Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got in kids ministry, a little bit about your family. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on here. Um, it's exciting to be here. And, uh-huh. you know, I got started in kids ministry while I was in seminary. Um, God used seminary to bring me into kids ministry. I thought I was going to be a senior pastor when I went, um, and then God changed my heart while I was there, moved to me, and said I needed to do kids ministry full-time, which I've been doing for the last 12 years now, wow. uh, last three here at Family Church, and it's been a great experience. Um, that's how I met my wife, was in kids ministry at another church. She was on staff there, and uh, Melissa Eman, she's fantastic and wonderful, and so I, the reason we hired you, just just so you know, okay. <laughs> just <yeah. laughs> not the only reason, but she helped tip the scale. I'm just telling you. Okay? Yeah, because she's also an amazing graphic designer. She is. She does a lot of things. She's an amazing graphic designer. She's amazing at kids ministry. She mm. loves kids ministry um, almost as much as I do, which makes it so good to have yeah. a wife that understands ministry. Um, just excited to be a part of that. And I've got three kids, three boys. All right. Um, Shane, Tyler, and Kyle, six, four, and 18 months. Ooh. All right. So it is fun in our house. It's loud, and we don't sleep a lot. So. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your role here at Family Church. What do you do? Yeah, so I'm the kids pastor, which means I get to oversee kids ministry at all our campuses. And for us, kids ministry is fifth grade down. Is that yes, right? fifth grade okay. down. So birth through fifth grade is... Uh, my realm, and I get to oversee that at all of our campuses. We have people at other campuses. Um, I'm at the Windermere campus, and I'm primarily responsible for running that each week, but then oversee our other Lakeside and Oakland and East Winter Garden and our other communities. And so get to bring help bring vision to the team, help come up with different ideas and ways that we can implement kids' ministry um, to this church. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. So um, our staff knows, uh, you know, that we make kids ministry a priority in our church because I think um, you can gauge the health of a church many times by its kids ministry, right? Many churches that are getting older, kids ministry is not vibrant, it's not exciting. And uh, usually by the time they discover that, it's too late to do anything about it, right? The church is getting old. So unless you're in like the villages here in Florida where everybody is like, 55 and older, um, you can really gauge the health of a church through its kids' ministry. So tell us a little bit about in kids' ministry, what are you seeing? We're just going to let you talk for a little while. What are you seeing as, number one, uh, your biggest challenge? And in that is what are the biggest challenges kids are facing today? And then what's your greatest blessing in kids' ministry? Yeah, so one of the biggest challenges that you know, we're seeing is this, the identity movement in kids, where it is starting so young now. It's just evil. It's as young as seven years old. Kids are being asked to identify themselves 
and also in a way of don't ask anybody else where a seven-year-old is supposed to define who they are for the rest of their life and by the way it's not just <laughs> evil it's demonic mm. it really is so go ahead yeah How does that jump in? <laughs> you gotta define who you are at seven which at seven years old i couldn't define who i was i in college i wasn't sure in seminary i didn't know you know it was took that long before i could know i wanted to be in kids ministry and that's what god was doing but kids are being told define who they are and don't ask for help yeah mm -hmm. don't ask an authority figure don't ask a parent look within and so we as a church are trying to give a different message that there's hope outside of themselves that they don't have to you know put everything on them but they can that there's a god that loves them there's a god that cares about them there's a god that's created them with purpose and so that's our biggest challenge is helping families walk through what does that look like in this world? How to combat the messaging that the world is sending us? Yes, absolutely. So if the church does not have the resources we have here, Family Church, what would you recommend when they need a kids director or someone on the leadership of the kids ministry? Well, you know, you've got to have somebody that can help step in and fill that role. And so if it's you can't afford to hire somebody, then it's about equipping the person that you can volunteer the best that you can. Mm. There are a lot of really good kids' ministry curriculums out there. There's a lot of good curriculum that's going to reach kids on their levels, which is one of the things we try to do here at Family Church is, you know, we don't expect kids to be able to sit in a pew for 45 minutes and listen to me talk or listen to somebody else talk, but we're going to hit things on their levels where even you know, television shows are no more than seven minutes at a time. And so our kids' worship times are going to be in those seven-minute increments that they're mm -hmm. used to. Mm -hmm. We're going to reach them where they are. Uh, you know, we want to help kids develop. We want to help them grow. Mm -hmm. But we're also, we're going to teach kids the truth of the Bible. Yeah. We're going to not shy away from telling them what's true. We're not going to shy away from telling them the only life-changing thing that can really make a difference in them. Yeah. So, so if they come to church, you've got them for an hour. Yes. Right? The world's bombarding them the rest of the week, mm. right? So how are you equipping parents and families? How, what's going on there to try to, in other words, we're coming alongside families yes. to do this. So tell us a little bit about how you're doing that. And but we're not getting it completely right. What do you think we'd like to even do more? Well, you know, we, you said it right, we come alongside parents because we get, if they come to everything we offer every week, we have them for maybe three hours out of the week, and parents get so much more influence. And so we do stuff, we try to resource parents. We have resource centers at our kids' ministry with different topics, with different books that we can provide to parents. Um, we have opportunities in the events that we do where we're doing mother, son, daddy, daughter mm -hmm. events to build relationships where it's, you know, if a kid knows me, great, but if they can have a parent that they trust, a parent that they can go to, that is so much better. That's why we have parents come anytime a kid has a new member class. We have parents sit in on the class, and that's designed because we want to have parents be able to talk to their kids. We want parents being able to engage with their kids, and, uh, you know, we want to come alongside and help parents any way that we can. Yeah. In fact, this fall, uh, you'll be having some parenting seminars once a month. Is that right? On Wednesday nights that Angel will be leading? Yes. We've got Angel who's going to be working on different parenting seminars that all of it is, it's designed to help parents, you know, because they can have such more of an influence than what I can. Yeah. I can yeah. only do so much only seeing them, but parents 
can really make a difference in their lives for their kids. Absolutely. Well, you know, you do an amazing job here. And um, one of the things as a church, we talked on our last podcast about multi-generational. And I think people, people don't understand the difference between reaching a 30-year-old and a 50-year-old. But a lot of churches understand the difference between reaching a third grader and a 30-year-old. And so mm-hmm. kids' worship, kids' ministry is so vital in a multi-generational church like that. Um, also, why don't you share with us a little bit about um, the programming that you have and what, what helps feed your ministry, the things around us that are going on that help feed your ministry? Yeah, so we do Sunday morning program where we offer large groups and small groups mm-hmm. um, every hour. What's we the ha- difference between those? Explain that. So a large group is going to be a time where you have every kid, you know, we do kindergarten through fifth grade sitting in the same room together, where it's going to look more like a kid's worship service, where there's music, there's teaching from the stage, there's games on the stage, um, where we're engaging a crowd of people, um, teaching the different message. And then our small group is where our kids get to break out um, age-based, we do it by the grades here, where they get to know a leader one-on-one, where it's instead of being in a room with 75 or 100 kids, they're in a room with 10 to 12 kids. That's great. They no, get to yeah. be with their friends. They get to make those connections. They get to know people, and they get to uh, be invested by people. Uh, we also do uh, Wednesday night programming. Right now we're offering a one on Wednesday nights, which has been a uh, great success for us here at Family Church that we've launched it back, and it's been great. But also we've got a great other ministries going on that help support kids ministry because it's you know you can have a great kids ministry but if you don't have the backing of the church yeah then it's not going to grow but we've got stuff like upward yeah uh, we've got our preschools that we have here that all let us get involved the kids ministry gets to be involved in all of it yeah, so you you intentionally do chapel at the preschools even though a lot of those families don't come to our church in fact a lot of those families don't go to church at all mm-hmm. so for you it's enabled gives you the ability to speak into their lives. Uh, our upward programs, um, you there, you're there for their celebration events and as mm-hmm. much as you can, along with your team. It's not just you, right? It's your whole team. Um, and, and we've seen how those have been feeders. And now we're about to open up a brand new kids building at Lakeside. In fact, there you go. as we're recording this a week yeah. from now, yeah. we're gonna have our big celebration at Lakeside for the new kids building. And we're gonna be partnering with a Christian elementary school mm-hmm. um, and uh, about 120, 130 students there that our kids ministry is gonna be able to be involved in and to, to make an impact with. So that's exciting too. It's very exciting. And we're already plugged into their chapel services over there. And so we're just gonna get to continue to grow uh, that ministry opportunity. That's awesome. So what else are, are you offering more with this new building being open? So with the new building being open, we're going to have um, a chance where we're going to get kids out of a portable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to show families um, that we really do care about mm-hmm. kids. It's you know We're putting our money where our mouth is when Absolutely. we say we support there kids' we ministry. Yeah. We are stepping up and we are saying we are giving them a space mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be inviting for families. Mm-hmm. It's a kid-friendly space. It's bright colors it's big bold fonts everywhere uh we designed this space for kids to have a great time to feel welcome yeah nice. you know feel like that this is a place they can belong that's one of the things we say in kids ministry a lot is our is you belong here yeah absolutely 
you know, this podcast is geared to not just church leaders, but church members, anybody that's going to a church and uh, loves the church and wants to see the church grow and thrive. And I would say that everybody who's a part of a church should look at their kids' ministry and say, are we making this a priority? Yeah. And and just here's the way it's played out in our church. Um, we have probably five or six key people on our staff who grew up through our kids' ministry. We have worship leaders. We have tech people. We have student p- pastors and kids' pastors, who, kids' ministers who grew up in our ministry, and our kids' ministry laid the foundation for that. And uh, it's just so great to see that, um, uh, you know, come to fruition. Any last thoughts, Felipe? No, I think this wraps up. This um, pretty much closes the whole topic. Thank you, Brian, for being with us. It's amazing. Super exciting to hear those news from you and get to know a little bit more. So, Chuck, right now is coming to the very end of this season. What is your last somebody has to say? Yeah, somebody has to say it. And I want to be somewhat sensitive, mm-hmm. but tipping has gotten out of control. Yes, I agree. Since we've come out of the <laughs> pandemic, people are asking for a tip for everything in the world. So today I went and got my car washed, okay? Mm-hmm. So you pull up to a machine that you can ease. Look, you know, I can press the buttons and tell them what kind of car wash I want. Mm-hmm. I can put my credit card in. I can determine if I want a receipt or not. All of those things. But do do they let me do that? No. There's a guy standing there to press the buttons for me, right? And why? Because the last button is how much do I want to tip the guy who's standing there pressing the buttons? This is wrong. Dude, just let me do it. I don't want to tip, okay, for that, right? Their specific services is not even a service. Nobody's serving me anything. Why are you asking for a tip? You know? So here's, here's the other one. Mm. Uh, there's a place that Zach likes to eat. I'll go, and there's a kiosk there, and um, you put in your order in the kiosk. Now, you're going to have to go get your own cup. You're going to have to pour your own drink, and they'll call your number, and you pick up your food Uh and bring it to your table, and you clean. You You don't leave the tray. You clean your table on the way out, and yet when you place the order, the last screen is how much do you want to tip? For doing it. That's right. I don't want to tip anything. No. But now here's the thing. Oh, man. It is a food service, so I'm afraid if I don't tip, somebody's <laughs> going to spit my food. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I do tip. My, <laughs> but it's crazy, man. You know, They have if, a screen right there. This guy did that, not tip. That's it. So here's what I believe. <laughs> if you get good service, you tip well. That's right. If it's not service, you don't tip that's right i agree it's I mean, fair but where's it get, where's this going next no. thing i know they're going to say in Publix, how much would you like to tip the cashier for, for checking you out no right? you selling me your service or your product uh, i mean you're not serving me anything you're selling it to that's me right just make sure you pay your employees a fair salary that's or right a great salary so they don't have to ask for tips so like let's this. stop this tipping crazy madness somebody has to say yes it. i agree 100 percent. talk us out bro. that was a good one guys thank you so much for joining us throughout the season it's been an amazing season next one is going to be way more exciting with guests and you know chuck you have a list of people they want to bring over this podcast right yes 
this will be not gonna give the name. Try all right, all right, all we're right. not, we're not. <laughs> so we're gonna, <laughs> so we plan everything out for you guys, and it's gonna be wonderful season. Yeah, so, really, what we're gonna do is we're gonna. We've been talking about family church this yeah. season. We're gonna look at other churches, other nice. models, other leaders, yeah. and learn from what's going on around us. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us one more time, and see you next time.